judiciary. So, and that's, that's kind of the cleanest way to make it work in California. Should you have a revocable or irrevocable trust? Um, every now and then we do, um, some other trusts that you would create. There are some irrevocable trusts that we do for some specific purposes. Public benefits drive, and taxes, so government regulation, drive a lot of these decisions. So for public benefits, we do Medi-Cal and vet, or not really veterans anymore, Medi-Cal asset protection trusts. These Medi-Cal asset protection trusts essentially make you poor. These are irrevocable trusts. You can't control the money. You're not even a beneficiary of the money because we have to put the money in this trust and then legitimately tell Medi-Cal, hey, the money doesn't exist. It's no longer mine. I've given it away for, uh, and because I've given it away, um, I'm poor and I, quali I should qualify for public benefits. Now, before you go off half-cocked and think I'm just gaming the system, these are the rules that are in place. Right? We're just following the government's rules. There is no unethical, immoral, wrong, bad about doing this. If you're, and, and I'll just tell you one more thing about this, just be, to get off the topic a little bit, and we'll jump back in. But this seems to be, <laughs> if you're poor and have no money, you get public benefits. If you're rich, then you just self-pay and you don't have to worry about it. If you are in the middle where you have too much money to qualify for help, but not enough money to actually pay for the help, then this is one of the solutions for you. So anyway, well, I'll, I digress. Um, if you disagree with it, you know, whatever. Uh, but we do Medi-Cal asset protection trusts. These are irrevocable trusts. Trusts you set up now, you put the money in trust, and you identify another person who is the trustee and other people who are the beneficiaries. Your money is still there, it's still safe, it hasn't been spent, but according to the government who's gonna, who's gonna help you with some uh, expensive healthcare expenses, you're broke. And so that's an irrevocable trust, that's another type of trust. We do this a lot for children, and these are called special needs trusts. This is another in, um, inter vivos trust, a trust that you can create during your lifetime. A special needs trust is the exact same thing, except it's for children. So, and in most cases, um, I mean, we can use them for adults, but a lot of times when we talk about special needs trusts, we're referring to um, trying to take care of children who have some sort of uh, mental, med mental or physical disability um, and need to be on public assistance to pay for their expensive health care. It's a very common problem. Um, families at all income levels use this strategy, this type of trust, to help subsidize the care for their children. And doing this is a really good way to protect your kids and make sure that your kids get, especially your special needs kids, get the health care that they need and, and still have money to, be, to subsidize their life, to help subsidize whether it's the place they live, vacations they take, you know, just make sure they have a good quality of life. So special needs trusts are fantastic and they do a lot of good for a lot of people. And so, but they're generally not for you. Although, um, if you inherit money and you're under 65 and you're on public benefits, um, you can create your own special needs trust because the last thing you want to do is inherit some money, you know, a few hundred thousand dollars and 
and you lose the expensive health care that you've been receiving your whole life. So special needs trusts have a have a very particular purpose and whether to use a Medi-Cal asset protection trust or a special needs trust, really you need to, under, we can go through and, and, and when we sit down and talk to folks, we, under, we help them understand the pros and cons of each and kind of